Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. I'd like to speak today about the caduceus. It's spelled C-A-D-U-C-E-U-S. And it's the Greek symbol of the medical profession that became established in the United States in the late 19th and early 20th century. There are several descriptions of the history of this medical symbol, and I find two very interesting. The first one is, it says it's the magic rod of Hermes, the Greek messenger of the gods who wore winged sandals and hat and bore a golden caduceus, which stands for a staff or rod. And according to Greek mythology, he came across two fighting snakes. Throwing his magic rod at them, they became entwined and stopped fighting. And then a second known description says this, Before modern medicine, when parasitic worms infected people, doctors treated them using a stick and a knife. The rod represents the stick, and the snakes are actually worms. Well, what they did was cut the skin, attach one end of the worm to the stick, and roll it to pull the worm out of the person. However, the description I like most is found in the fourth book of the Bible. Numbers chapter 21, verses 4 through 9. Then they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. And the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and many of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And here it is. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and it shall be that everyone who is bitten when he looks at it shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. Well, this is an amazing story, and it's much older than Greek mythology. This can be a difficult passage because it seems the Lord not only healed the Israelites from the snake bites, but he also sent the snakes to bite them in the first place. Well, careful study of the original Hebrew language tells us the word sent is in the permissive sense and would be better translated permitted or allowed. It's the Hebrew word shalach, S-H-A-L-A-C-H, and can be translated letting something go freely or without control. Obviously, the Israelites, through sin and rebellion, had removed themselves from the protection of the Lord. When the sheep wander from the pasture, they risk losing the protection of the shepherd. 
Our God is the healer, not the cursor. Our God is the deliverer, not the destroyer. So the people came to Moses in repentance. He prayed, and God gave them very specific instructions. He said, make a fiery serpent, set it on a pole, and it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. This is a prophetic picture of Christ on the cross. It's when Jesus became sin for us so we could become the righteousness of God in him. The snakes represent Jesus when he became our sin. And the bronze pole represents the cross of Christ where he paid for our redemption. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. You see, the caduceus is a picture of the crucifixion. The crucifixion is a picture of communion. It's the body and the blood of the Lord, broken and shed for us. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 through 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. God instructed Moses to make a fiery serpent, that's the curse, and set it on a pole, that's the cross, and everyone who is bitten, when they look at it, shall live. So keep your eyes on Jesus, keep your eyes on the word. Hebrews 12:2. looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And is this familiar? John chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The Caduceus. It's a picture of a pole with two snakes wrapped around it and a set of wings at the top. It's our medical symbol. But what do we find in the Bible? The bronze serpent in the book of Numbers, chapter 21, verses 4 through 9. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole, and so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. Now, I do not have any proof that the caduceus symbol is a direct descendant of the pole and bronze serpent Moses made. However, it's very interesting this symbol has become the symbol of our medical care system today. And who is the true healer? Well, Jesus is. I personally believe the caduceus is a picture of the crucifixion, the place where Jesus became sin for us so we could inherit eternal life. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24 says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Then, in Matthew chapter 26, verse 28, it says, For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Well, it's interesting that Moses put a bronze snake on a pole. And if anyone was bitten by a snake, when he looked at it, they were healed. But why would they put wings on it also? 
Could this be representative of the risen Christ? Well, again, I believe so. To me, it's no surprise how well it tells the story of the bronze serpent of Moses. Well, why two serpents? Well, could it be because Jesus was the Son of Man and the Son of God? Well, just saying. The most important part of the instructions given to Moses was to tell those bitten that they must look at the bronze serpent to be healed. So many scriptures talk about the importance of what we look at, what we see, and what we trust in. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, it says, The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Then in Matthew chapter 13, verses 16 through 17, it says, But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For assuredly, I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Then, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Well, I like how the Amplified Version states it. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith. Oh my, and then there's the message version of Hebrews 12.2. It puts it this way. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. So, how do we keep our eyes on Jesus? By keeping ourselves in the Word of God. Remember the song, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus? The chorus goes like this. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. You see, Jesus came with a direct and focused purpose to destroy the works of the devil, that we might have life more abundantly. Listen to 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And then John 10.10 says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Well, many people do not like to look at a crucifix. With the excuse that Jesus is no longer on the cross, they look away from what they actually need to see. They need to see what Jesus did on the cross before he rose from the dead. Think of it this way. A crucifix is a snapshot, a visual object lesson, a 3D Polaroid picture of the time and place our redemption was paid for. Remember, Moses instructed the people, look at it and you will be healed. Yes, we all know and believe Jesus rose from the dead, but before he did, he paid the price. Communion is a nice and easy way to show it. A crucifix is a difficult an uneasy way to show it, but the word is, look at it. Even the Apostle Paul said he preached Christ crucified. Listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 22 through 24. For Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. But think of it. He said, we preach Christ crucified. 
He didn't say we preach Christ risen. Now, we know he did, but he put an emphasis in this particular verse about preaching Christ crucified. So, the caduceus, look at it and live. Look at it and be healed. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Let's read Numbers chapter 21, verses 4 through 9, one more time. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent, and set it on a pole. And it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent, and put it on a pole. And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. Yep, the caduceus. I personally believe this story did not originate from some Greek myth or from doctors removing worms from people. I believe it came from Moses and the bronze serpent representing the real healer, Jesus Christ. So, keep your eyes on Jesus and receive your salvation and receive your healing. We're out of time. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same place, same channel. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.